Coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, birthed by the great state of South Carolina, is the Bryant Land Country Podcast, your place for any and everything in hunting, fishing, sports, and outdoor related, with heavy doses of randomness, guests, and an all-around good time. Here's your host, proud Gamecock, South Carolina Forever, AB3. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Thank you for taking the time, coming in, downloading, listening to our podcast, consuming it on whatever platform that you so choose to consume said podcast. Man, I've gotten a lot of feedback on last week's episode with Jason and Rain. Rain Outdoors. We had a good time. Start to say shooting. We had a good time recording that podcast. And if you have not listened to it, I highly suggest that you go in and check out episode 36 of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Man, we like I said, we've got feedback on feedback, comments and stuff. They received a lot of comments on their pages from um, people that support them and support their brand. Um, I had a couple of funny comments just referring to uh, Jason's beard and then the, the deer uh, just falling over when... Uh, they see the beard, and that's all that Jason has to do in order to get the deer. And then just received a lot of encouragement from a lot of people, you know, just saying, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Love the podcast. Love seeing the couple like that and shedding, you know, light on couples, especially young black couples. So just all kinds of great positive reinforcing feedback that um, I got from episode 36, Rain Outdoors with Jason and Rain. So like I said, um, if you have not checked it out, if you've not listened to it, I suggest that you uh, do so. Highly, highly entertaining episode, episode 36, Hunting as a Couple in South Carolina with Rain and Mr. Knockout. I was trying to remember the title off the top of my head. I knew it was episode 36, but, you know, I got some new folks working on, you know, just helping me with titling, you know, podcasts and optimization and all that kind of stuff. So if you go back and you look at some of the beginning episodes of my podcast, you know, they're very straightforward. Like, you know, episode 24, Black Bill Outdoors. Episode 5 was a bonus app, Gone Fishing. Episode 22, Hunting with a Camera. You know, just they're pretty straightforward. Well, now, since I'm working with this different group, they are extending my titles. So sometimes it's kind of hard for me to remember the title of each episode. So that's why I was kind of fumbling there. But like I said, if you've been following me from the beginning, you've noticed these titles have gotten longer. They say it's supposed to help with listenership, optimization, websites, all that kind of mumbo jumbo. So we'll see what happens. It's just easier for me to refer to it by episode and then try to give you guys the title. But if you go, you plug in episode 36, Bryant Land Country Podcast is going to come up hunting as a couple in South Carolina with Rain and Mr. Knockout. I know that's kind of hard to uh, 
repeat, or as my middle school social studies teacher used to say, hard to regurgitate that information to someone else in order to bring them along and listen to the podcast. So like I said, really appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. It was a good time with those two. Wish them well on their deer season and their future endeavors and just hope that I get a chance to talk to them again real soon. Now, having said that, I'm a very busy man, folks. I got work. I got children. Deer season's coming up, trying to get everything together. And I hate to report, I don't have a guest this week. I tried. I tried getting a guest. I reached out to people. People reached back to me. They couldn't do it at the times that I had time to do it. A couple other people I reached out to, they did not reach back to me. It's okay. I don't take it personal. Hopefully, you know, when it is time for them to be on, we can make it work. But the long or the short of it is, or the short or the long of it, whatever the uh, phrase is, I don't have a guest this week, okay? But that does not mean that this episode is not going to give you the entertainment that you are used to, the knowledge, the 411 that you are used to from the Bryantland Country Podcast. Because in the event of not having a guest. I do have a couple of things that I'm going to cover. I'm not going to take up a whole lot of time, but I'm going to cover a couple of things. They're going to be entertaining. They're going to be knowledgeable, and you're going to be glad that you came in and stopped by for episode 37 of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Bryantland. Now, one of the first things that I'm going to cover on this episode It's deer season, people. Um, If you're in the South, I know South Carolina, Georgia, uh, I believe Kentucky has opened. I know this weekend or by the time this episode comes out this past weekend, deer season in the state of Georgia will be open. Archery season, I will have been out in the woods and made my attempts at putting a deer on the ground with my bow, Bruiser Brody, which is a Matthews Halon, Halon 6 to be specific. But you know, you get excited about hunting season, or at least I know I do, especially as I'm getting more and more into this and I start racking up hunting season after hunting season and I start doing a little bit more work on my property. I get excited. I was out there a couple of days ago putting the finishing touches, cleaning off the blinds, making sure, you know, all the bullshit spider webs and wasp nests and all that kind of stuff in my blinds or, you know, everything is cleared out, brushed in good making sure everything is ready to go. Feeders filled, blinds clean, stands all nice and snug. Just the normal maintenance that goes into getting ready for hunting season. And what a lot of people don't understand, and this is one thing, I got a couple of messages the last few days like, hey, man, I'm ready to go on a hunt. Oh, I want to hunt, man. I can't wait, you know, to hunt. I want to get out there and hunt with you. Man, when are you going to take me hunting? When are you going to come do some work? Okay. I don't discourage anybody that wants to get into hunting, anybody that wants to do any hunting. I don't discourage that. Come on. But you got to understand 
there's work, there's preparation. You know, there are a lot of days where I'm out in those woods, you know, on my land, getting stuff together, whether it's feeding deer, scouting, trying to figure out a good place to put up a blind or maybe even a stand, trying to get ready to hunt. Man, this whole thing is a process, and I had to learn that. You know, the first couple of years that I started, when I started deer hunting, you know, I went on a lot of outfitted hunts, and I went with, you know, some really great outfitters, outfitters killed some nice deer, okay, with my bow. However, you know, a lot of times in those kind of things, in those uh, kind of deals, everything is kind of pretty much taken care of for you. You go out there, you show up. You got a guide, and they kind of put you in a good spot, and basically it's up to you to close the deal. But with the last few years, having my property, being able to work my property, being out there more, understanding what's going on, understanding where the animals, what the animals are doing, understanding what the deer are doing, where they're coming from, where they're bedding, how they're traveling, are they just passing through my property? There's a lot of pre-season work that goes with being deer hunter. And if you don't come out and help or offer to help with the work, then don't be surprised if your request to hunt falls on deaf ears. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, me and my son, sometimes my daughter, we're out there. I got the chainsaw. I'm cutting up branches or cutting them. up, you know, trees that's falling over paths. You know, we're dragging logs and stuff, clearing paths. You know, there's a lot of work that we got going on and that we're doing out there. And they don't, well, I shouldn't say they don't mind helping. I mean, they come out there with me. It's a good bonding time or whatnot. But if anybody knows anything about me, I'm not the most forthcoming at saying, hey, can you help me? Mostly because I like my own space. I like being out in those woods a lot of times by myself if I'm not out there with my kids. So I guess what I'm saying is is to understand there's a lot of work that goes up into it before you get ready to hunt. That being said, I'm RTH, baby. I'm ready to hunt. I got blinds cleaned. I got them brushed in. I got some spots that I am ready to plop my ass in a blind or in a stand with my bow, Bruiser Brody, and we're going to go out there and get ready to hunt deer. Looking forward to it, man. You know, we tried squirrel hunting a couple weeks back just to kind of pass the time. It rained. That's past. Maybe I'll try some squirrel hunting maybe uh in between these deer hunts but i am excited i'm looking forward to getting out there hunting deer being in the woods listening to all the sounds the taking in the fresh air and most importantly just getting away from it all man getting away from the hustle and bustle getting away from work for a little bit just getting out there always say being out there brings a peace and a calm there's a calm in them woods out there where i hang out at and one of the best things about it is my paradise don't need no passport and that's something that i enjoy and i am very much looking forward to if you're fortunate enough 
to have your own land or have an area that you hunt. You can basically hunt private land. You basically, you have a strategy going in before the season, whether it's implementing a feeding program, where you're going to put food plots, things of that nature. And I know for me this season, I've taken it upon myself to step my food plot game up a little bit. You know, I talked about it a little bit when I was talking to Rain and Jason on episode 36 of the Bryant Land Country podcast. Make sure you go check that out. Another cheap plug. But talking to them, you know, we were talking about food plots and how they had got started with their plots. And I was the same way, man. My first season having my property, I would go out there and, you know, I dug up the dirt, got everything tilled and whatnot, rented a tractor, threw down some throw and grow and thought that I was really doing it. But over the years, as with anything, trial and error, as I like to say, mostly error, has taught me that the food plot game takes a little bit more work than just picking out a seed and throwing it down there and hoping for the best. You know, I've gotten soil samples. Um, I've sent soil samples off. I've purchased a meter where I can do an instant test of my soil right then and there. And what I've come to find out is like, the years of liming and fertilizing and just doing the things that you need to do to make sure your soil is better pays off because each year that I go in, it doesn't require as much fertilizer or, or as much lime. So this year, I got two plots. I got uh, what people traditionally call a kill plot, planted some uh, beans, soil beans. Uh, I got a little clover buffer and then I think it had some uh, oats in that little kill plot and then another plot that I got over the summer I planted you know the beans and they actually they came up better than I thought they would the deer hammered that plot hammered 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 every day every night they were in that plot and the way that it set up. So I came across these, um, actually, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Antonio uh, Marsh and from Hunting with the Marshes, and we were talking, and he told me early on in our conversation about these Wanamaker seeds down there, made in South Carolina, St. Matthews, South Carolina. And he showed me pictures of, you know, going out there and planting and stuff just pops right up. So if you go to their website, they actually have like a three-step plan. Now, Cynical Me says three-step plan. That's just so you can get my money. Three different ways to uh, buy three different sets of seeds for you to get my money. But I actually took the time. I read through the plan. And this season in that one field, I'm implementing said plan. So I planted the seeds in the first, actually the first and second step I combined. Um, I called and got some, um, got some 411, some advice from those folks down there. And if you call them, it's almost, I think it's like the same couple of little old ladies that answer the phone. Really nice, really knowledgeable, really helpful. They give you, you know, answer your question, give you the information. So I was step one and step two, I did together, had really good results. And, you know, a lot of times I post pictures of that plot on Instagram and there are people that always say, well, how do you get stuff to grow in that sandy plot? And what are you planting this late? And blah, 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 blah. 
I'm just going to say that plot has been the more care that I've taken in it, I will say, the better it's gotten over the years as far as being a staging area for deer, especially does. So obviously just putting a little bit more effort into it this season is what I'm doing with the hopes of finally being able to put a big buck down in that food plot. I call that food plot Williams Bryce, obviously after the uh, Williams Bryce Stadium from my beloved South Carolina Gamescocks. And then I, my other food plot is a uh, Five Points, which is, if you know anything about Columbia, is an area down in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. It used to be the hangout when I was in college at Carolina. Uh, a little bit dicey now, but um, so I got the little plot, Five Points, and then the other plot, uh, Williams-Brice. And on that Williams-Brice plot, like I said, I entered, I put the three-step plan in motion. And step one, step two is done. Now, here's the thing about step three. So you put step one, step two, you plant these seeds. And like I said, beans, soybeans, peas, some kind of something else is in there. I have to look at the pack. So you step one, step two, you plant them. Planted them back in July. And then on earlier uh, last week, September, I went in, dissed it up, and then planted the oats. So, of course, the first time I read it, it's like, hey, I just planted these. You know, in the past when I've done food plots, I only I plant them July, August, and then leave them all the way through about April. They usually die out about April, right before turkey season. I may try to plant something else, or uh, March, rather, try to plant something else green to try to try turkeys. Didn't really work that well. So when I saw you plant these in uh, July, and then you're going to turn around and disc them up in September, it's like, wait a minute. What the hell? What do you mean I'm going to disc it up after you take all that time and effort and whatnot? But I'm following the plan. I disced it up, put down the oats, used the drag, got one of those old baseball drags, and got out there, dragged the field, did that. So we're hoping for good results. Uh, the oats are supposed to be pretty sweet. They're supposed to hammer them. So we'll see. And like I said, one of my uh, little goals this year is to kill a deer in that food plot, in that Williams-Brice food plot. You know, I kind of, I don't know if you guys are big or if any of you guys or gals are big into setting goals and stuff, especially when it comes to your hunting and your deer hunting. But like I said, I've had my land roughly about four, five years. I think it's like fourth deer season that I've had this land. I killed my first, dedicated myself to hunting that land more, killed the doe on it last year. This year, I'm going to hunt it even more. And my goal is to kill my first buck on my own land, which for me would be something, you know, magical, very special. And then to try to kill a doe out there. And then if my son wants to and continues to get better with his archery skills, I want to take him out there and hopefully let him uh, harvest a, a buck or a doe. So we'll see, man. I'm excited. Deer season is here. It's that time of the year. I'm not worried about the leaves turning and fall and all that bullshit. It is deer season, man. And I cannot wait for deer season 2019 to get out there. Me and my bow, old Bruiser Brody, I named my bow after a former wrestler who was just a legit badass Bruiser Brody. And my bow, my Matthews, has been that, a legit badass since i've had it um i've killed hogs with it i've killed deer with it 
Still got to get a turkey with it. But I love that bow. I love the way it shoots. Um, it's comfortable in my hand. So that's what it is. And we're going to uh, get out there and try to get us a deer on the ground. Brightland. Those are the things that I wanted to get off my chest this week. Hopefully next week we will have a guest in play for you, or for you guys, I should say, I say for you, but for you guys, thank you for putting up with me through this episode. I told you it'd be entertaining. I told you to get some knowledge, some 411. You know, one of the things for us putting this podcast together is one, we want to be entertaining. And two, if you walk away a little bit smarter about something than you were before you came in, then it's a win-win. We've done a good job. But if anything, I think we've definitely been entertaining in this episode before i get out of here get ready to get out of here and get on down the road bryantlandcountry.com like i said i referenced the rain uh outdoors episode i referenced josh's episode josh honeycutt you know episode 18 rain episode 36 make sure you're checking those out on bryantlandcountry.com that is our website It has been put together so our fans, people that support in the Bryantland brand have one place to go and get every single thing Bryantland. You can get merch, t-shirts, listen to the podcast, check out our videos, blogs, everything that you could ever want. Bryantland is at that one place, bryantlandcountry.com. Make sure you're hitting that website Make sure you're checking it out. Thanks again, as always, for the ratings and reviews. We can never get enough of those. Thanks for the little notes and comments and stuff. Just uh, let me know what you guys are thinking. Make sure when you start putting those deer on the ground, you're tagging me, especially on Instagram, at Official Bryantland. Make sure you're tagging us. Let us see those deer that you are putting on the ground, all right? It's deer season, people. If you're not fired up about deer season, if you're not fired up about football because it's football season as well, man, you need to go get your heart rate checked because, like I said, that gummy is deer season. It's football season. It's a good time. What a time to be alive, as people like to say. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. Make sure you come back. Check us out again next week for another episode of the Bryant Land Country Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bryant Land Country Podcast, hosted by AB3. Please leave us a positive review and five-star rating on iTunes. Be sure to check out our podcast section on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, for previous podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Official Bryantland and Twitter at 3 Bryantland. This has been an AB3 Media Production. Join us next time for another edition of the Bryantland Country Podcast.